You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Transformer. Yes, we're good. Uh, <laughs> so what happened when we were in the new the new um, um, mop cave and uh, finding new things in, in the mop cave, and so we were playing around with them. Welcome to the weekly Mopcast episode thirty seven. I'm your host, your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I am sitting across the table by my co-host, Aaron Prom. Aaron Prime. No relation to Gracie Rick. <laughs> None. Never heard of him. Oh, well, yeah, you did. We talked about it last week. I mean, I have never met him. I mean, <laughs> never heard of him. Never heard of him. I have amnesia, so apparently. <laughs> I just developed it. You just developed right now. <laughs> Early onset. It's uh, kind of sad. This week's episode is sponsored by Inverse Press. We'll play the ad now. Now, from Inverse Press, the absentee. When a test pilot returns from an interdimensional quest to find a new energy source, he finds himself possessed by a demon. He learns to control the demonic form of his own mind and use its supernatural abilities. But while he is away, the demon uses his body to wreak havoc. Get this terrifying comic written by Kevin LaPorte with art by Rando Dixon at InversePress.com. The Absentee. Uh, Inverse Press has got some interesting things they're, uh, they're working on. Uh, they've got a new Kickstarter coming out in November. Um, they were looking for some actors to be in, so if you're in the the uh, lower Alabama, Florida, Mississippi area. Um, there'll be a link to their website. Maybe you can go reach out and be in some videos that they're they are planning. So, yay. It's a big break. <laughs> it's your big break. All right, so uh, I'm going to talk a minute about your beard. My beard. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, I'm a bearded man, mm-hmm. as you can see by the pictures. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bearded man. I'm a bearded man, and if I, you can't tell. I, go to the I, pictures. I, by the sound of my voice, you can tell <laughs> I'm a bearded man. Um You've got this Amish thing going for it, you. Yeah, it's... <laughs> so, so imagine Jebediah across from me. So Jebediah, look, he, he's got this big Amish beard, right? And got this really short haircut. You are missing, like, a barn and a hat. <laughs> um, yeah, You know, I've, the Amish country is uh, not an exciting place to be. They been do there. make good things like cheeses. They do. Uh, apple butter. Apple great butter. apple butter. But Have you ever been to Amish country? I have. Most boring vacation of my life. <laughs> I have never been to Amish country. You're not missing anything. <laughs> I mean, culturally, yes, it's cool to see how they live, and it's respect. It's you know, great way to see that they can get by without you know electricity like that we do. See, I would think about. I see. I don't think it's culturally cool because it's like going to. A well, human... I was just trying to be nice to Amish well, people that you. might be listening. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there might be. You never know when their ham radios in the back of the. <laughs> but um, it's like to me like looking at a human zoo. Yeah. It's like, let's go look how these weird people live. Well, like, I don't know if I've ever told you, when I was a kid, my mom used to take us and watch ba- uh, tennis, not tennis, um, baseball being played at the prison. Well, no. My family's farm is, yeah. We would go, it was a minimum security prison, we'd pull up and watch them play baseball. <laughs> well, you know. So, I mean, yeah, I understand. Maybe that's why my, maybe my family just likes to go to human zoos. 
<laughs> got some weird, weird yeah. human zoo fetish. Whole, well, you're all budding sociologists. So, how does the <laughs> how does the minimum security baseball fit in society? Here's a lesson, Aaron. Listen. I mean, just it was, but it used to scare me too because it's where I went to. Of course, summer. it did. <laughs> well, like I used to go to camp there. Like for the summer, I'd go for like three weeks. Um, and on the side of the road, when it was still minimum security prison, they had signs that say "Caution! Don't pick up hitchhikers. They right, could be prisoners." Yeah, right. And so, so that used to scare the heck out of me. Like I was always thinking, you know, these prisoners are going to get out, come over here, and, and murder and cause mayhem at my my summer Christian camp. But they're minimum security; they shouldn't be murdering. Well, you never know. Maybe they maybe they they weren't like Tobias from the from Oz. He went in as just a drunk driver, and then he started, you know, he progressed. Maybe that happens in minimum he, he security pro- prison. I have forgotten about Oz. I um. I think I watched the first couple of seasons of that, and then the first episode was like, oh, why am I watching this again? But I gotta watch the next yeah. episode. And it's, it's like a train wreck, kind of. Because like the, a good train wreck. Because the first episode ends with the uh, J. Gilbert Jameson or the farmer's insurance guy. I cannot think of his name. What is, uh, you got the dad from Juno? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Yeah, and I could look it up because I have technology, but I know. And um, it'll come to me eventually, or it won't. He'll just be laying in bed tonight. The last thing I, saw, I remember is like he he's got because he was like the leader of the Aryan guy, yeah, right? Yeah, he was. And so he he had bent over the the new guy was was uh, tattooing a swastika on his ass because he was his. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to prison. No, I know that <laughs> no, would be me. Not getting... yeah, me too. Not like, you know, I, I don't want to go to prison because I want to do good in society. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not. You know, it truly is a deterrent in my life. Too. Oh, most definitely, yeah. I would be somebody's girlfriend or wife in prison. Yeah, we, we haven't mentioned, you know, the hands, of the, you know, hands down. Hands down. Wouldn't even fight so. it. Wouldn't yeah. be something I'd be proud of, but. So you're um, off topic <laughs> and, and creepy. Uh, your daughter called me on Sunday. She did. <laughs> she just stole my phone. She was, I was like, what are you doing? She was like, I'm calling Scotty. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I am... I, I'm editing. I'm working on something. I, I was working on the action figures you sold separately, the new one. And so I was trying to finish it up because I had told people who, who were in that that it would be up Friday. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that did not happen. <laughs> and I felt bad. So I'm yeah. like, i got to finish this. So i, I got to power through this. i yeah. got to power through this. Because while it's only like seven minutes, it's still I mean, it's a, a lot of work, yeah, a lot of work, work. To, to put all the pieces together and get the voices just right and whatever. If you've not listened to it, it's on the Mopcast Network. <laughs> and it's very funny. I'm very proud of it. But and so I get this call and I was like, "What does Aaron want?" And then I was like, "Hello." And I got and there's a. What's great about little kid phone calls is that there's always that pause, like they don't <laughs> understand the magic that comes out of the box. What in the world? What demon is this? And so I was like, "Hi, hi hello." And it was, "Hi." <laughs> oh, it's King. Well, hi, yeah. King. I'm trying to figure out why is King calling me. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, maybe, maybe like you want to talk to me, but yeah. first, you know, give give yeah. you know, Keegan one, you know, whatever. She'd soften you up yeah, before right, I gave right, you the bad right. news. Gave me the bad news, or or I'm in prison. Need to get my daddy out of jail. <laughs> Daddy's no, dad, dad snapped. Yeah, dad, Daddy's gonna find you a new daddy, <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have a mommy and two dads, <laughs> which is okay in everywhere except Kentucky. <laughs> but so she, yeah, and I, you know, you know, well, she's six, and so she, you know. The, the conversation didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It, just, it was just like, hi, and, and I'm trying to figure out. And I, you know, if she was an adult, I'd be like, what you want? Yeah. But you can't be like this yeah. to a little yeah. girl. You're, not, you're not, trying to get out. Like, is everything okay? <laughs> is the house on fire? <laughs> you know, is daddy? You know, <laughs> is, is daddy been stabbed? Do I need to come rescue you? You know, 
And so, hi, how are you? Fine. <laughs> What's going on? Nothing. Yeah, no, she's. She's so like 90 seconds. And, yeah. and then she was like, going, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, well, maybe Aaron will call me back. Nothing. So. Yeah, no, she just wanted to drop in and say hi. Huh? I was like, you know what? Well, she did call you from Disney. She did call me from Disney. Well, she told me everything that was going on with Disney. But I just, well, it was very sweet that she called me. I, I just was not expecting it. Was it, it Sunday? It was Sunday. She was, we had just gotten back um, earlier that morning We because we went to the WVU game. And uh, we went on the party bus. How was took, the party bus? It was good. We set up at the front, so there wasn't too much partying going where we were because Keegan was with us. Right. Um, but there was yeah. somebody who got trashed and missed the whole game. Like, we had a tailgate area. Right. And he was just passed over, slumped over, looking like he'd been shot. <laughs> and he sat there and, like, uh, he got sick. He puked all over himself. And I'm not sure if he made it on the bus back home or not. But we stayed in the stadium for the whole game. I took about six trips up and down the bleachers. Poor Keegan going to the bathroom or getting a pretzel or... Right. You know, whatever else. and uh, But we stayed back after the game, and uh, she sent Country Roads, so she <laughs> did her first Mountaineer game. So, so well, And um, then won, so it was, it was good. Because I played um, Georgia Southern. Yeah. Which apparently the is powerhouse. The, the greatest school <laughs> in the South. I mean, like, I think they were, on, they were on a pretty big win streak. I mean, they were a powerhouse before they moved up to the FBS, but, I mean, they do play in the Sun Belt. So. Yeah, so does the the mighty uh, South Alabama Jaguars yeah. <laughs> and the Roadrunners from Texas San Antonio. Yep. So. That big shout out to the Sun Belt, right? Well, maybe next year <laughs> the South Alabama Jaguars can play WVU. <laughs> but yeah, we. Uh, oh, Marshall played Purdue, and they won. And they won. They beat Purdue. So Big Ten team. This is the football segment of <laughs> the college football segment of the weekly Mobcast because we celebrate fandom, and I like college football. I do, and. Um, I, I like Marshall, and because it's nearby, <laughs> and uh, the bar witch got her um, winching degree, <laughs> or her bartending degree, from mixology Marshall. degree, her mixology degree from Marshall. So um, it's always good to have you know that nearby. And football starts tonight. I know. I, I've been set, like a kid on Christmas. I like set Christmas my Eve. league tonight for the first time, probably in. Since the first time I started playing football, yeah. uh, fancy football, like I play real football, <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm suiting up. <laughs> I'm ready to go. So I, I, I'll talk about fancy a little bit too. But I, um, I woke up this morning and saw that the game was tonight. And I was like, I should set my league. So I set my both of my leagues. Nice. I'm, I'm a serial killer. I'm on there like, like I got a medal because we're in the same league. Yeah. I got a medal for consecutive visits. <laughs> like that's. I'm I'm a serial killer. And the league was back last night. Yeah. So and, I, and I've missed it. I haven't seen that. Great. Good episode. Yeah. I gotta I gotta catch that on the FX app. I uh, I got um, the medal I got was hey you finally logged on. <laughs> it was like, Welcome to this thing called fantasy football. <laughs> it's like, do you know how to play? And so, um, so, um, you sent me this thing for Division Two, fantasy because our school is yeah. a Division Two fantasy league, and so, uh, and so I was talking to one of the coaches about it one of the young coaches about uh-huh. it and he was like you can't do that oh yeah and i'm like what do you mean i can't do that and he's like it's illegal and i'm like no no it's not because <laughs> i want to go with like and draft people i know and be yeah. like you on my team yeah. because i can't go to like you can't go to the nfl game right, like, i can't i can't go burden davis <laughs> i own you <laughs> you're my team the fat olive <laughs> Bama ninjas drafted you number one <laughs> no i drafted drew Brees number one <laughs> 
Because he used my He's Hulk. a great alligator wrestler. Did yeah. you see that? I did not know that. He's a big <laughs> alligator wrestler. Does the NFL let him do that? He did it with Bear Grylls. Okay, maybe maybe it was a sedated. <laughs> it's kind of like a cease of the hunter, a cease of the line. Out, but yeah, uh, I, I thought it was funny. I was talking to one of the coaches. He's like, "No, no, you can't do that." I'm like, "Oh yeah, no." I, and like, they're so because like I was, we were gonna do a like a, a NCAA when it was basketball season, right. a tournament like a pick 'em. All right. And no, oh no, they they frown upon that because well, it's, like, you gambling. Can, it's gambling. Yeah, they can so lose their scholarships it's, and stuff. It's yeah, a gambling. But I'm like, you're not an athlete. I'm so like, <laughs> that was like, my point. That was my point. I was yeah. like. I didn't ask the players to play. <laughs> I wanted to know if your starting quarterback, your head coaches, would like to join my league. Oh, but I would like to have the insights. So who's playing? and How they're doing? <laughs> Tell me, how's uh, how's that guy doing over there? Pretty good. Gonna yeah. have a good game this weekend. Because um, uh, Aaron so he Pittman. just shot it down. Yeah, I got Aaron Pittman. Uh, uh he's in one of my classes. He's uh-huh. a wide receiver. Uh-huh. I was like, I and he's. I don't know. Have you met Aaron Pittman? No. Okay. Uh, I ride. We ride the special teams bus when we go. And, um, <laughs> I'm gonna laugh at that, but I am. <laughs> they, it's it's a unique experience. It's it's definitely a. a All right, fun sorry. Job. Aaron Pittman. Uh, he's a new student here. He's in the master's program when, with me, and he's a wide receiver. I guess his he's got one more year of eligibility, mm-hmm. and 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 so he's he's playing for us, and he's a wide receiver. But he's got um, this swagger and charisma. I I haven't watched him play. I, you know, and. I hear you know from from the coach, he's, he's a he's a good talent mm-hmm. you know and stuff but yeah anyway but um he's got this whole persona around him he's built for like broadcasting yeah. and a heartbeat like like you could see him like in the, you know ESPN doing those you know yeah. and like and that kind of stuff because he's I mean, he's got it I was and so I wanted to draft him so I'd be like you on my team yeah you on my you better not get hurt was he the one who shot who told you you couldn't no, do it no oh. no no Aaron uh, Coach Day did yeah yeah Aaron did so Aaron was like because they're both Aaron's right yeah but you like attract Aaron's I know I do it's Aaron's <laughs> come to me I'm it's a gaggle of Aaron's and, and so uh, I, so I'm like I was doing the thing. Well, you can't do that. I'm like, I can do anything I want. <laughs> I can do it if I please. And he's like, "Don't tell the players." <laughs> hey guys, yeah, because the players would be super pumped. I think. Like, I think they would get into it. Like, it's like we don't want the distraction. <laughs> like, hey, you, you better go out there and have a good game. I don't care about the real game, but you better you better put on. You're my game. You're my fantasy team. So, so this is gonna be like a deep secret operation. <laughs> so now I really want to do it. <laughs> We have to do it for every sport, like have fantasy basketball, oh, and <laughs> baseball, so, softball. So, so you can, you, so those out there, you can play Division Two <laughs> fantasy football. And there's probably some guys out there going, "Of course, you didn't know that." Like, oh, yeah, that's it's probably huge. like a big bracket. It's huge on these message boards I troll because, like I said, I'm a serial killer. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a big thing. Oh, well, that's, and, I, and I love regular fantasy. We've got to figure out the. Cause you put a, it's super complicated. Like yeah, I was reading it. Like, yeah. like, isn't there a program we can use to make do all That's this? what I'm saying. I couldn't find a program. Oh, we, there's got to be something. That's because that, that I'm out. Because yeah, we, if we, we had to sit there with no books and do math, no, we don't do math. Yeah, we don't do math. And you know, we uh, did you see the uh, 30 for 30 on the rotisserie league, which started all uh, this, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Fantasy yeah. Baseball, started this all out. And so uh, those guys are like mathematicians and stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, no. Our league would be like plus one. I have a bachelor one. of science and communications. That's what I have. It'd be like plus one, plus six. Okay, I'm good here. I have seven. <laughs> good here, but once we start dividing and doing half points and all this, I'm, out. I'm just going to stick with whole points. I don't have time. That's why, I, like, if fantasy had, like, work to it. Oh, yeah, no. <coughs> the only work I do is, like, who's who's hurt? Yeah. 
I'm the, <laughs> or who has a bye week? No, because I mean I'm not like you about it. I like fantasy football. I like, and, and what I like about fantasy football, it allows me to enjoy all football. Mm-hmm. You know, as I mentioned last season on uh, this show, I am a huge <laughs> Buffalo Bills fan. You sound so sad about that fact. <laughs> I've, I've mentioned in the past that I'm a Bills fan. <laughs> okay, okay. I was excited. No, seriously. I I'm proud to be a Bills fan. I'm mm-hmm. Bills Nation. I'm a huge huge Bills fan. I have been since 1990. That's when I started watching football. That's when I picked my team. Buffalo has been my team. And we've had some <laughs> years, is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, like everyone else, they get years. And some were brighter than others. And we've not been to the playoffs since 1999. And <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Four oh, Super Bowls straight, we lost. But hey, you, you made it there. We made it there, right? AFC right. champs. We're AFC champs four years in a row. <laughs> Who else can really say that? Yeah. Right? So That's true. and and two of those games, I think we should have won. Uh, I, you know, wide right with uh, the Giants. Giants my second favorite team, so you know, had some good years there. So 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 for me, it's like you know, my AFC team and overall it's the Bills, and my NFC team is the Giants. And so I, I'm I'm not as much bad about uh, wide right. The was the ninety one was the Redskins, and um, we should have won that one, but we collapsed. <laughs> Uh, and the Redskins fans are out. And I just, don't, you know, hey, look, I, just, I don't agree with the name Redskins. Sorry. And um, I find it offensive, so I hate Washington. Um, and then, and then, so those two years I think we could have won. Yeah. And then the following two years with Dallas, with Aikman and Smith. You know, if we're going to get beat by a team, I'm glad it was that team. Yeah. This is like... People don't hold those against you. I like, don't. hey, you lost I mean, to the trio. Right, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, so did everybody else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, so. The whole missing field goals, it's like, hmm, a little suspect. And we got trumped by, by Dallas those years. And so, so uh, diehard Bills fan. <laughs> so, what my point was, as I'm getting into it, is that, you know, I was under the delusion and I'm still kinda mm-hmm. that this could be our year. So you're in the cold of Rex. I'm like, I'm, yeah, of course I am. I'm, this is how I work as a belt, with the exception of OJ, <laughs> because OJ did some things that he's out. Yeah, he's out of Bills Club he, for life. He's, he's he is. He's done some things, and I'm not saying about the the stuff in you know in '95 because you know he was acquitted of that. So I can't. Yeah. The legal system had their say in that, and I can't say anything. But the Vegas thing he's serving time for, where he kidnapped that guy by, you know, you know, OJ. Yeah, you got off once. Just sh- lay low, buddy. Yeah. You get a, but no, so he didn't. So he's paying the price. So OJ, you out. Rex is in. There, uh, Duck Flutie always will be a bill for yeah. me. Duck Flutie was the man. So always, you know, always a bill for me. Uh, what about Fred Jackson? How do you feel about that? I'm sad that he's gone. I think I, I understand why. Yeah. But I still think he could have been an asset for us. I think he definitely could have been an asset for us. But y'all. now he's got he's it's him in beast mode, which is another you know, Marshall yeah. Lynch, another bill, and uh, and I think that's going to be ugly. Yeah, that's going to be that's great. Yeah, that's yeah that's yeah. Once again, Seattle is going to be a juggernaut. Who'd have thought that five years ago? <laughs> and so, anybody from the NFC West would have been good five right, years ago. Five years ago, but um, I I was I was thrilled. I was thrilled that that. Tom Brady was going to be sitting out four games because yeah, I hate because we have to play Brady twice a year. Yeah, and it and and I cannot remember when the Patriots didn't win the AFC East. 
It's been a while. I yeah, because the Dolphins haven't been good for Yeah, the Jets some have been time. mediocre, and we have just been terrible. <laughs> and so it's been the Patriots all the yeah. year. And so I'm like, all right. There's a chance for somebody. I'm yeah. feeling good about, like, like beforehand, I was like, we can easily get a wild card. We yeah. can, if we win enough, we can get a wild card. And then Tom Brady's out four games, like, we might have the division. We may can get the division. <laughs> and so I would love the division. I am no longer confident. My question, and maybe you know, because mm-hmm. you're more sports and because you have the Triple Name Sports Show, you may know this. So, how does a judge <laughs> have say over a game? <laughs> it's Goodell is the, a crappy commissioner. Yes, Spygate. You take this back to Spygate, right? The reason he went hard after Brady on this one, which four games was a very hard suspension for for Brady for this incident. Mm-hmm. I think two would have been great, and there probably wouldn't have been an appeal. And Brady even said he'd set out one game right. before all this. Um, but what happened was Spygate, you know, uh, Goodell destroys the evidence, right? Which is real fishy. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't release the findings, and so apparently to appease the other thirty one owners, right? He was going after the Patriots hard for this. For those one. who don't know, who don't talk football, and who have already <laughs> turned this out, uh, Spygate was what three, four years ago. Yeah, when they and, played the Panthers in and, the Super Bowl, and, and right, and so it was. Um, the Patriots had been accused of spying on the Jets for a while, mm-hmm. and apparently, because ESPN released like a 19-page document about it. Yeah, they taped. They had like a whole room that only Belichick and their head videographer could get into. Right, <laughs> which is really weird. That's that's, that's super weird. Um, Gillette Stadium. <laughs> what is that? It's our it's our own private mop cave. It's <laughs> our secret mop cave. Get out of here. We're gonna, oh, <laughs> what kind of pornos are there making in there? <laughs> But it's, it's Belichick's private movies. <laughs> no, he's taping the Jets is what he's doing. Yeah, like he taped, apparently, there's tapes of every team. Oh, is it? Yeah, there, he had tapes of every team, apparently, and, like, documents and and binders full of all kinds of information that, you know, was right. pertinent. And all that's destroyed, and then, you know, the judge, that Arlen Specter, I think if he'd still be alive right. after ESPN released that, I think he would go after the Patriots again. So the question I was, I mean, this, this I don't know how league, I mean, I guess. No, I don't really, the league, yeah. like, how this got to a, like, all right, I'll, I'll su- sue you, yeah. It's like, did, what's the legal jurisdiction they, I, I don't a lawyer may, if someone understands can send me a link or something, I'm at, at Scotty White on Twitter, because I'd like to, I'd like to know the legality. Yeah, I, I'm not exactly 100% sure either how, how a judge was able to say, oh, no, that's not fair. Like, right. But I guess it's the same way, like, if you're fired from a company. That's right. That you can sue. I guess so. Yeah. It's just, just kind of weird to me. It's like, I, I, know you I, I don't really, I think it's, I think the four games was harsh. Was I happy f- about it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are the devil. But <laughs> four was a little harsh. I'd have been okay with two. Sorry to the Patriots fans. <laughs> I just, and Bill's fan, you have to understand. And he's a Ravens fan, yeah. so, you know, AFC, we... <laughs> Apparently they named those plays that they beat us with in that last game. I like how the power just surged there. Yeah. <laughs> um, they they knew we were talking about the Belichick and, Page, and Brady Devil. Control over it. We're gonna silence them. <laughs> um, but they had named those trick plays Raven and Baltimore, is what the yeah. the Patriots had named those plays. So I was like, man, you that heartbreaking, is crazy. Oh, off of football. <laughs> football starts tonight, so yay. And so this the podcast will be up tonight too. So uh, we are gearing up for our first anniversary. Uh, we are uh, twenty nine days away. 
one and nine and counting. To our first birthday next week, I won't. T- I can't tell you how many days the next week. Right now, because <laughs> yesterday was the ninth, so I can be like, all right, twenty nine days the next night, so I'll have that. And so, uh, looking forward to that. We're doing a little shindig, uh, announcing new stuff. Well, we got some new shows coming, so we'll announce those. We got a new website coming up. We're going to announce that. Really excited about that now. And uh, we did videos this weekend. We we have officially started videos with the Mobcast Network. Uh, went out uh, last Friday with uh, Carter and Ethan of the Re- uh, Rebellion, and we shot some stuff at Toys R Us. We did uh, Force Friday videos, and that was fun. Yeah. Did about we, I think we were out there about two hours and got about 20 minutes of good footage and we, we, that we cut it down from. And uh, <clears throat> talked to this one girl. She was straight out of some holler. <laughs> she's a young girl. It's her birthday, so she's just turned 13. Yeah. And so she's a... Uh, it was because f- I was asking because there's a lot of kids. There were more yeah. kids in line than I thought there were going to be, and so you know you, what you, these things you do. You get to the microphone and you're like, "Hey, we're we're here with this. Yeah. You know, you want to be on TV or that kind of that. Well, you know, on the internet and people lined up who wanted to talk. <laughs> and mostly were kids because that's what kids do. Yeah. And so uh, you know, it's it, Force Friday for those who who don't listen to us. I don't know why you listen to us today. Uh, <laughs> it's about um, it was the Hasbro and Star Wars releasing the new Star Wars stories. Uh, from the new movie, so you ever got to see new stuff, and so that that was the neat neat thing about it. And uh, so all these kids are out there, and my question was, well, what what the, what is the toy you're coming? Why are you in line? What's mm-hmm. the, what's drawing you here? What, what what's what do you want the most? And she was like, well, I'm here with my daddy, and he wants that uh that X thing. <laughs> it's a pretty popular spaceship, <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> so she was there just for her. She was there for her dad. Yeah, her dad. And, and it was her birthday. Yeah. Like her birthday had, like, her her birthday was at midnight. So, so That's it, cool, though. So that's what they, oh, that's great. Yeah. I, th- what I really appreciate about, what, what, what I appreciate really cool about Force Friday was there was a, a lot of families. Yeah. And so it was, like, this multi-generational Star Wars fans. And I talked to one guy about it, that, that he had his three girls, he had or two girls with him, and um, I think the son in his arms, his son was, like, a baby, baby toddler or something. And, uh, but they were all out there. He was, he was like, I'm trying to get a Boba Fett. And I'm like, because I just want to see Boba Fett's in the movie. I'm like, I don't think he's in the movie. I don't think it's, <laughs> but because they just kind of released, uh, and I haven't got confirmation on this, but, you know, and Jedi Boba Fett falls into the Starlight Pit and dies. Uh, and everyone said, oh, Boba Fett's dead. Mm-hmm. But now he's back. And so the, they're like, um, Disney's saying that he's survived that. And so, because everything since, um, real quick, I have to explain this. Um, <laughs> after the Star Wars came out, there was all these comic books and novels and things that kind of, well, expanded the universe. Mm-hmm. And they called it the expanded universe. You know, so, and all these people had, what they said, said, made these new characters and new worlds and ships and all this other stuff that weren't in the movies. And so those are the, you had to look at like what was, what was in canon and what was in the expanded universe. And when Disney took over, they had a what they do they had, uh, they formed a group called the Story Group, and they made a decision that what would be canon, what counts as real, would be the six films, the Clone Wars cartoon and the Clone Wars cartoon film, Star Wars Rebels. Well, Rebels wasn't out yet, but it was whatever. But so those were, would be canon, 
and then everything after they took over would be canon. So the new novels they had mm-hmm. they'd commissioned, those would be canon. And the Star Wars Rebels cartoon would be canon. And, of course, the, the movies afterwards. And the video games. Well, they're fets in the new video game for Battlefront, so that's I think that's what they're saying. If, if Battlefront, my question was, if Battlefront is canon, then he's alive. That, yeah. That, that's, that, that's, well, that doesn't mean a hill means to anybody, but I'm just, <laughs> just you know, a long way. But, you know, Star Wars fans are divided because, you know, because of the expanded universe, there is um, a lot of popular characters over there. Mm-hmm. And they're not using them, and they're like, "Why is it so and so in the movie and the bloody blah?" This is bullcrap, right? So, and I think it's because that even, and I'm not 100 percent sure on this, but if it works like it does in television, if you write a create a character, even though it's for another show or something, they have to pay you money to use that character. Yeah. And so my example for this for something else you probably don't know about, because uh, uh, Aaron's a different kind of fan, <laughs> so. I'm working on it. You know, no, 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 no. I didn't mean as a as a derogatory. No, no, I know. Because I, I mean, that's why I like about our dynamic on the show is that we have different interests. Yeah. And so, we can kind of cover everything. And so, um, Star Trek Voyager started, and they when they were creating, them, they wanted to use this character from one episode of Star Trek Next Generation, and they realized they had to pay the writer to do that. Mm-hmm. And so what they did was hired the actor and gave him a new character. <laughs> I watched the Star Trek episode last night. With a similar background. What? Yeah, <laughs> what? yeah. I mean, on purpose? <laughs> well, there was nothing else on. Um, like, was uh, it on TV? Yeah, it was on BBC. Oh, so you watched Next Generation. Uh, yeah, I don't It was the brown guy with the ridges on his okay. head. Okay, his name is Worf. Okay. And he's a Klingon. Okay, well, the Klingon, Klingon Worf, um, there was a, an Asian woman that had a baby. That would be Keiko O'Brien. And yep. somebody was shooting up the bridge. That's what they do. And um, so was it the one where uh, Wharf delivered the baby? No, the baby was the baby wasn't a fresh baby. Uh, it was it was probably like several months old. All right, like, the, it baby, wasn't like, the baby's named Molly. Molly, okay, Molly wasn't like a newborn. <laughs> like she was a toddler. Like yeah, on the verge of being a toddler. There's there's an episode uh, earlier. I guess the season prior is when there's <laughs> the Enterprise has a bar. Mm-hmm. Ten forward, and. Because everybody needs drunk astronauts. Uh, and I may be wrong on this one. Um, no, because they do Santa Hall. It's not real alcohol. Oh. Because <laughs> heaven forbid drunk addict. <laughs> so is there still like a buzz for them? Or like what's yeah. the point of it? It has a taste but it doesn't have the... Just like O'Doul's. Maybe. I don't see... Like like Trekkie, like Star Trek in O'Doul's. I'm not, I'm not clear on that because yeah. it's, cause it's, it's you know it says that it doesn't have any of the... The af- the bad after effect it yeah. has a flavor but my, my point is uh, so does it still get you buzzed but doesn't give you drunk that would be perfect yeah. I, just, I feel great I'm just buzzed it's okay I feel great and my reflexes are awesome I can still fly the ship the reflexes I can fly the ship damn it I mean except for like asteroid fields there wouldn't be really that much stuff you can right, you got shields you just yeah. gotta plow right through those <laughs> it's okay I can hit like ten more of these right <laughs> right and so um, I think they're all Aliens have taken over or something, or they're broke down. One of the, that is like the two big things. You know, sort of you go to a planet, or your ship's taken over, down. or you're broke down. That's, that's, that's pretty much every episode of Trek. Makes it easy to be a writer. Right, one of the, one of three things will happen. There's like a wheel. They're just spinning in their room, like, okay, what's happening today? You got the dartboard of so, dartboard of doom. And so Keiko's giving birth, and she can't get to the infirmary in sick bay to give birth. So Worf has to give birth to. Okay, has to. Not give birth, but deliver, <laughs> he has to the, deliver baby. the baby. Yeah, deliver the baby. So that's there's I a said. brunette lady who shoots Worf. 
She's got long, flowing brunette hair. I'm trying know. to figure out what I have no clue what episode it was. Yeah. Um... And yeah, that's that's all. That was. I mean, when I said I watched an episode, I watched maybe five minutes of it. <laughs> but uh, I I did I did tune in. It was, I, you know, it was it was it was pretty pretty I, okay. I still want to do the movies with you. I want to still yeah. do like two uh, Star Trek two, three, and four of the trilogy, and just because it's ridiculous and podcastic. Because <clears throat> Star Trek two, I still think is one of the greatest films ever made, and then it just kind of goes downhill. <laughs> but we should have stopped at the second one we made. No, 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 no. I don't. I, I don't. You don't mean it like that? It's just... No, 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 no. What I mean, and I truly mean this, mm-hmm. as, a, as a, a film connoisseur, I find that Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan is one of the greatest movies ever made. Not a fine... It's a great Star Trek film. It is one, it's one of the greatest movies ever made in the way it was done, and, and it's the performances mm-hmm. are great. It's a great plot. It's really interesting, and, and you know... And it's not too much of this or too much. I mean, it's really yeah. it's, it's 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 like Goldilocks. It's like for sci-fi movies, it's like it's perfect. It's yeah. like, like Goldilocks. The other ones are fine films, but when you have like the pinnacle of you know where you want to like yeah, like if I get to teach uh, film appreciation, That's gonna be I fun. will show this movie because I can. You're gonna watch this just because you have to, <laughs> and when, it's great. Well, it's a great movie about conflict. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and so. Because what makes it so great, the guy directed and covered the, the script with uh, Harp Bennett uh, was Nicholas Meyer, and Nicholas Meyer was a sh- uh, was a Sherlock Holmes fan mm-hmm. and uh, a Horatio Hornblower fan. And he wanted to make he, he wanted to make a Horatio Hornblower movie. Do you know who Horatio Hornblower is? No, I don't. It's a, know. It's a uh, he's a naval character. Okay, of, like he's got ships and you know he fights during the Victorian era. Uh, the, 1700s and stuff, right? Early 1800s, that era of, uh-huh. of, of the fighting pirates in France and whatever. Yeah. A&E had a long series about him that I guess came from Britain. Anyway, that's the kind of stuff that he was into. He gets a Star Trek gig, and he doesn't know anything about Star Trek. He's not a fan or anything. Uh-huh. And so he goes, all right, cool. And he makes a Horatio Hornblower movie in space. That's what he does. He makes – it is a it is a old-timey sh- – Ship battle. Well, I mean, it's like, but with spaceships. That's what they. He's like, we're gonna do this naval style, <laughs> and the things that make it work that are amazing. Like the the main villain and the main good guy mm-hmm. never are in the same room together. They never face each other. Like they they they're always separated by something. Yeah. And so you know, they can film one guy's one week, you know, one month or whatever, and then the others. I mean, seriously, yeah. And it, it works so well because nowadays you wouldn't do that. You'd have like you know. You know, you know, Batman's gonna fight the Joker. Yeah, he's not gonna, he's not gonna <laughs> be right. across town, town being like, "I'm gonna get you." Right. These guys are on two separate ships, and they have this whole thing. It's a, it's a really good movie. Next one, not so much. <laughs> Directed by Leonard Nimoy, who did a fine job with what he had, but it's a kind of a weird heist movie. And then the third one's about saving the planet with whales. <laughs> well, you know, and time travel. <laughs> that's that's a very important part. Sure, whatever. I hate the whale movie. I, I hate <laughs> the whale movie. I I am in the minority. The, most Star Trek fans love the whale movie. I'm like, mm. I don't care about the whales, <laughs> but I'll, but I'll show it because it's part of this. It's a it's a, a trilogy. The two, three, and four are parts of the same story. It's a you know, that's a Rathacon, Search for Spock, and the Voyage Home. And and interesting enough, uh, in other countries, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home was just called The Voyage Home. 
So they're like, we're going to go see The Voyage Home. And like, what's going on here? Yeah, that's the tail end of the sequel, right? Briar has a tail end. They're like, oh. Um, <laughs> hmm. Some guy in Bangladesh is like, probably that's the only one he sees. That's my favorite movie. The Whales. I love The Whale like, Space one. I like, there's other part. <laughs> this is the only one I know. It's The Voyage Home. They were on a journey. They were lost. And now they're home. They're home. Thanks to The Whales and Time Travel. I don't even know about the, <laughs> the journey. I just know that it's going home. Getting home is the most important part. It is. It, it's the saddest part, though. It's also the quickest part. Yeah. And it takes forever to get somewhere. Then. Actually, I found that going there. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. I don't know where the heck I was going. Yeah, going there takes the longest because yeah, you really want to get there. Now, the only way that coming home is long is that if you've been somewhere. If long you live in West Virginia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I was going to go there, but I'll, I'll I'll do that. So the bar wench gave me a ride this morning mm-hmm. to, to to school. Cause she's a good bar winch, and um, she rolled down the windows and she was blaring "Sweet Home Alabama." <laughs> nice. Yes, Lord, that's, I'm that's coming like, home to you. That's <laughs> like how in West Virginia, country roads. Country that's road. like your that's like your anthem. Like that is our anthem. That is our anthem. I tell people all the time when you get your driver's license in West in Alabama, you have to do uh, a Skinner song. Mine is "Simple Man." I get performed. That's a really long song. They're all long. They're, yeah, that's true too. They're all like name a short scared song. <laughs> Keegan calls Simple Man the Mountain Man song <laughs> from where it was on the intro for Mountain Man. Oh, yeah. Simple Man's on Mountain the intro? Yep. Wow. She, well, she was like, yeah, she was like, play that Mountain Man song. <laughs> like, well, okay. Mama told me <laughs> when I was young. Those are like, you could play, probably play like that whole, like all of Leonard Skinner's like hits. And travel like from here to the beach. See how far it lasts. Yeah, see how long it lasts before you have to recycle through. Right. I kind of like, give me three cents is probably the shortest. Or that smell. I don't. Oh yeah. Which is a weird song about the smell of death. Yeah. Not what I thought about when I first heard. I was like, what is this fart song? (laughs) I like this fart song by these uh, these nice men. (laughs) These these long-haired hippies. Long-haired country men. Country hippies. And so, so I heard Skinner twice today because when I we got lunch. We went to a pizza place in town, and um, they were playing. That's why I couldn't record at 1230. We were going to lunch. Yeah. And we took El Jefe with us. So it was me, El Jefe, and the bar winch when we went to lunch. And um, we had... Uh, did you get a pepperoni roll? No, he, did, he didn't. They're really good. I, I, got, I got pizza. No, I'm telling you. I'm they, not against pepperoni. I've had pepperoni. Have you had their pepperoni roll? No, I haven't. I've they, not it's had really good. This is you missed a golden opportunity. I missed a golden opportunity. All right, next time, next time. Or I guess it'd be more a red opportunity. Right. Because it's covered in sauce. Yeah, we did have um, a cannoli. How were those? It was okay. Well, I'm not a big cannoli fan. Like, it's, it's, really. I am. It's like, like delicious and cream. It's, it's just, ah. I, I like cannoli. <laughs> I like cannoli because in the Godfather Three, uh-huh. it's my favorite weapon. <laughs> <laughs> the Godfather Three is a, just a horrible movie. Yeah. It's like, the, it, like it's the worst in the trilogy. Um, Sofia Coppola is in it, and I think she's the worst part of it. She, she's the director's daughter, who's a fine. She's an Oscar winner mm-hmm. herself for for for. Um, she wrote uh, Lost in Translation, and then that's the one she won her Oscar for. And she directed it too, and she's a fine director and a fine writer. She is not a good, good actress. <laughs> I like how you were going to go with great, and then you were like, no, I'm not good either. <laughs> you can't get great. No, yeah, she's not a good actress. And 
Sophia, if you're listening to, I'm sorry, but you got to know your weaknesses. Yeah. You know, you know, I I am not good at kung fu. <laughs> so I will never be in a yeah, kung fu movie. Right, kryptonite. Also my weakness, but you know, acting kind of kind of weak at it. It's really bad. And she was the second choice. Winona Ryder was the first choice, but she couldn't do it. And so Francis Ford Coppola was like, I'll just cast my daughter. <laughs> Easy one here. And just, so, and I've got a daughter. Yeah. You just have to watch it. Anyway, spoiler alert. Um, there's a lot of people who die in this movie. And one of the ways the Corleone family kills one of their rivals, who's this elderly dude this, uh, you know, who's manipulating and trying to cause some trouble, mm-hmm. is with a cannoli. They poison a cannoli, and it's his birthday. And so Talashier, who is uh, uh, Rocky's wife, and Rocky, um, she's Adrian and Rocky. She's also Francis Ford Coppola's sister. Is Francis Ford Coppola's dad wrote the music. I mean, there's a lot of family in this. <laughs> this is a familiar trend. Yeah, and Nicolas Cage not in the movies. <laughs> that is not a door. He looked. Yeah, I, I, I was like, there's a line on the on the, on the mom and couch. I like how it says wall. Yeah. The, <laughs> For people that don't know what a wall is, <laughs> yeah, there, there's instructions. It's like they were trying to put a door. I don't know what that is. We're looking at our, our wall. Mobcast wall. I don't know. Maybe they're keeping, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, so, Talichier's character gives this old guy the cannoli for his birthday, and he's like, I'm so old, I can't finish it, will you share it with me? And so she takes a bite off of one end, and then, and then, you're not thinking about it, and then he takes a few bites during this opera thing he's at, and then she's watching him through, like, the opera glasses, mm-hmm. and he just dies. She kills him with a poison cannoli. <laughs> so... I mean, I guess that would be a quick death. I like how she just knew what the poison went in, though, because you knew, yeah. you knew that he was going to... He's going to give me a piece. Give me a piece of the... Yeah. So Imagine all the people that have just seen Godfather 1 and 2, and, just, and you've just ruined... They're just like, my life, I have no reason to live now. Uh, go see it anyway. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's... I don't know where you would go see it at. You'd probably just have to rent it or buy it. <laughs> yeah, get it on digital. I don't think, like, movie theaters like, hey, we're screening go- Godfather 3. I would watch it in a heartbeat, though. <laughs> Bad as it is, I would go see it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. It's long. They're I've all never long. seen it. I've, seen seen, I've seen like the first one, but okay. I was a young child. They're good movies. Yeah. I mean, even three. Why? Well, it's three's only bad when compared to the other two. I think otherwise, it's not. It's not a terrible film. So abroad, somebody probably saw Godfather three and was like, like with the voyage right, thing, right. the voyage home. They're like, brilliant. <laughs> right. Minus that one girl. <laughs> She's not so good. But everybody else is pretty good. Just stand up in the middle of theaters, just clap. Clap. Where's her Oscar? <laughs> A lot of hate for Sofia Coppola today, I guess. And, but, um, so yeah, so happy cannoli day. <laughs> well, and it wasn't poisoned, no, obviously. I have, I'm still alive still two alive. hours later. I'm Maybe still... it's a long-lasting poison. Maybe it's not going to hit till like, 8 o'clock tonight. No, well, I'll be installing new computers for the lab, so. So if we come to school tomorrow and there's no and, computers. Man, the Weekly Mobcast is experiencing technical difficulties. We will be back next week. Follow us on Twitter at Mobcast Network. Uscia la luna in cielo e io uscio d'amori Fuoco che si consuma come rume cori E nei macchiaggi tu l'urata Non si dà pace ma chi balla in mutata Lo tempo passa, ma non aiorna, non c'è mai soli, si do non torna.
Bruxa la terra minha, bruxa no meu core. Que se de água e da eu se te dá mori. Acula canto na meu canzone. Se não te nudo, caça faccia Bruxa la luna em cielo e eu, bruxo d'amori. Fogo que se consuma como cori. Acula canto da meu canzone. Nos ci denudo casa faccia Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.